The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Thursday broadcast. Special thanks to Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Make sure you try and beat my pro playoff picks each and every week through the big game in February. You can win that $1,500 in cash. Go to thehugeshow.net before the games kick off this weekend. If you haven't played all year, don't worry about it. Uh, You can play every week through the big game at thehugeshow.net. Net. Inside this hour, more conversation with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. Their latest edition was released yesterday in regards to the Lions offseason. We'll talk about that. Look back at Green Bay. Look ahead to expectations, which uh, down the list, uh, Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, even Dan Miller on the final call. Bar has been raised. Here you go. It's year three uh, is underway for the Campbell-Holmes era. And can the Lions not only get to the playoffs, because that's been the push. Like, hey, we got to the playoffs with Stafford against New Orleans. We got to the playoffs against Cowboys. Jay got jobbed uh, by uh, the refs. But there's just this expectation of just getting there. And I really think, based on an 8-2 and two finish, Based on, even outside of Carolina, a quality loss on Thanksgiving to Buffalo, who may end up being the Super Bowl champion uh, this year, I would think NFC North, home playoff games, and being in the mix for the NFC. Ask Jalen Hurts and the Eagles how quick it can change, and Risden is standing by in studio. And What would you say are realistic expectations for the Lions that a year from now, Rizzy, you and I are in studio, we're talking about... The end of the Lions season, wherever it came to an end. What do you think we're saying on the regular season and also playoffs? I think they should be expecting to win the NFC North. So is that 11 wins? Is it 11 that, and that, 6? That's 11 and 6, 12 and 5. That's certainly right. possible. Um, obviously, it's going to take some reinforcements. It's going to take a continuation of how they finish the end of this season because they did not play like that all season. And I think that's that's an important note. But at minimum, they should be in the playoffs next year. And as many teams have proven, once you're in it, you can you can beat anybody that's there. Uh, and uh, I would love to see them. Look, it's been, what, 30, 32 years now since they, they won a playoff game. By the way, that Dallas game was nine years ago yesterday. 
Doesn't that seem like it was... That was his end of playoff game. Last time they won one was January, I think, 5th, 1992. 1992, after the 91 season. Uh, Dallas game was... how many years? Nine years ago. The, uh, the Stafford? 2014. The, they got just robbed, right? Horrible game. I was I was at the Shrine, when the Shrine game used to be in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I was at relative's house in Sarasota, Florida, watching it. And these are primarily New York people. Uh, so they don't like Dallas. They didn't have any any skin in the game for the Detroit point of view. But they were uh, they were all aghast. There was probably 15 of us in there. And uh, it, got, it got rowdy. Uh, how bad that was. And then the next week was the did Dez catch it or not. Um, Dez did catch it, by the way, but they you know, didn't rule it that way. Well, and you're looking <laughs> at uh, it went in the NFC North, and now it comes down to... Now you're hosting a playoff uh, game. Hosting a playoff game, and are you... Uh, it, is home field advantage 13 and 4? Is that probably the the high mark for a team? I, I'm looking at the NFC. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, is Brock Purdy going to continue this? Is who's their quarterback? Is it Lance next year? I'm who talking knows San Francisco. What's going on? Yeah, Cowboys. You know, Prescott's not getting any younger. Uh, they still have a solid defense that uh, has some youth to it, led by Parsons and yeah, uh, Diggs. Da- da- I, Dallas is Dallas is a, a vault. I can. I said Philly. I Philly could have a run here. Philly could be. Hurts, Philly right? should be good for a while, right? And they, and San Francisco, the way they are with their system, as long as they keep their coaching staff relatively intact, they're, they're gonna there. Be fine. They're going to be fine. And now Rogers. Uh, some say he's coming back. I'm tired of that. I really am, Risden. It's it's the same conversation we keep having about. He hasn't Marble. done his like, image it's any favors. Go away. He hasn't done his image <laughs> any favors the last couple no, of years, has no, he? No, no, he's not. Uh, and the way that he acted before and then after the loss to the Lions, uh, telling the cameraman to get out of the way. Right? I think I think there's a lot of fatigue in uh, across Lake Michigan from from where we are here in West Michigan. Because well, eventually, you got to have a transition. Right. right, it's kind of like Brady. We know, at least we think we know, that this is his last run with the Bucks. Right? It sure seems that way. But if they have a deep run, I tell you what, that Dallas Tampa Bay game—that's fascinating. That's that. That one's an easy one to write up. <laughs> if if their O line, if the O line can play well for Tampa, that will be a fourth quarter game. Yes, and I'm going to take I'm going to take Tom Brady over. Well, how do you go against anybody. Brady in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, uh, Brady to Mike Evans when when you know Trayvon Diggs, he thinks he can intercept every pass even when it's on the other side of the field. Uh, I, I I'll take Brady in that matchup. But. Well, you, you think about this from last year that their one bad blitz by the Bucks from Brady back in the Super Bowl. That's right, right, more than likely. Because when the Niners would have had to go to Tampa, was that correct? That's correct. Yep. So you're thinking. I know they still had to win another game, but you know. So the the Brady washed up thing, and you could see his emotion after uh, the big day to Evans, right? To, yeah. And and you're looking at him saying, "Okay, the man was navigating divorce with children. Uh, he navigating age, and then you look at that last game." It's like a playoff primer, right? They're, they're not a well-coached team either. Oh, they're horrible, uh, and that that certainly plays into it as well. But they're dangerous, and that's that's you know the Lions should be in that mix next year where they are. If they are not, if they don't win the NFC North, and you got to give Minnesota credit, they won it this year. They got lucky this year in getting there, but that's a good football team. Uh, don't don't discount the fact that they did what they did. Uh, I think those two teams are going to be fighting for it. And if they don't win the NFC North, I expect them to be the top wild card next year for the Lions. I 
I can't see them. Will they be NFC championship level, either getting there or winning it a year from now? They can be. I'm talking Lions. Yeah, they, they can be. I, I, I am going to be skeptical that they win more than one playoff game until I see it. That's Sorry, I'm, I'm a 50-year-old Lions fan. That's just the way I got to go. But uh, um, as I said before the Packers game, I don't expect them to win, but it won't surprise me at all if it happens. And that's, that's exactly where I would be at with what you just said. I don't expect it, but it wouldn't surprise me if this is a team that wins a playoff game or two next year. Think about the depth and the starters they can add during this offseason. And Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. He's joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So pick 6 and 18 in the first round. Uh, you would think would be starters. Then you start to look at what two picks second round. Yeah, the forty nine and wherever Minnesota winds up. So you could end up for 50, the, 54 to sixty somewhere. You could there. end up for the top sixty. We'll yes, say. absolutely. All right. So you would think that that is in the ballpark of three or four more starters or real quality depth. Additional picks later in the round. Free agent money is sitting there. And the one thing about Green Bay, and we talked about the exposure earlier. Uh, and America's team, maybe you could see a Lions gear everywhere soon, that they became an attractive destination for free agents, anybody who watches that game, an agent or a player. Oh, 100%. Looking at the home crowd, looking at everything, the entire looking package. At, looking at the family atmosphere that they have cultivated. The, and looking, watching Dan Campbell from hard knocks all the way through the season, the way, the way that John Kaminsky begged to come back on Instagram the other day. Uh, he'll be back. I'm, I'm very confident about that. But he, 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 with Kaminsky in the lineup, Hutchinson was a different DN. There, they were a much better defense right. when, when he played. Uh, and uh, and Bugs too. Bugs stepped up. Bugs, Bugs was not good early in the year, and uh, uh, some of that is look at McNeil, Bugs. Look at the guys with Dave Pascal, Kaminsky. You know, Hutch, who you mentioned, back to back rookie defensive players of yeah. the month. You got James Houston in there. You got Rodrigo stepping well, and, up. And his tweet to the fans was awesome. Thank yes, you, was. Detroit. And yeah. I mean, this is just it's goosebump where you can't wait for the start. You know, of what the, season. you know what the best part of that is? The oldest guy in that group is John Kaminsky. He's twenty six. Well, what's golf? How is golf right now? Golf's twenty eight. He'll be twenty nine next year. Not even thirty. Yeah. They had one player over thirty this year, Michael Brockers, who didn't play and won't be back. That's you know we've, we've crazy. Ta- we've talked about this the last couple of times. When you look at priorities, uh, a backup quarterback, we both agree. I don't think that's drafting a quarterback at six or at twenty, unless somebody drops to you and all of a sudden you're like, we're going to take them. Uh, I think you get a veteran who who can back up beyond. Uh, the quality of Boyle. Uh, a sh- That's not a, difficult. A shutdown corner, right? Yeah, there, and, and there will be some of those available in free agency, but this is a phenomenal cornerback draft. Yeah, so corner, uh, the edge rusher, uh, the linebacker with speed to get after the quarterback. We talked about that. They've depth on the O-line, if not a starter at right guard. They do right? need a new right guard. Yeah, I, I don't. I think somebody else is going to pay Evan Brown to, to you can be fill, their starter. You can fill the right guard the edge linebacker and the corner and three of those first four picks. Absolutely, you can. And But we got free agency, which and, will happen and, before and the draft. free agency with that So how well. will that look? What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, and Are, you're, you're looking, how, how will free agency look before we get uh, to four of the top 
60 picks. So they have been very careful in targeting specific types of players who, who Dan and Brad both say it all the time, they're cut from the same cloth. They're going to find guys that are cut from that cloth. Uh, they did a great job with that with Deshaun Elliott. Um, I know fans don't want, like to hear, but Alex Anzalone is a perfect example of that. And he's a free agent. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be back or not. I think he might try to cash in. Uh, but there's, uh, they're going to find some guys who want to be part of this. And they do have the recruiting pitch now because we're the team on the rise. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of exposure playing for this team. We're 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 on the come up. At, at, as I told you the last time I was in here, this is the worst Lions team we're gonna have in a couple in a couple of years. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna win more games, but like on paper and, and the way that they're set up with talent, all those young guys on defense. Uh, I actually think that the, the defensive needs for the draft is somewhat overstated. They absolutely need cornerback help, and they need another safety, just as insurance in case Tracy Walker can't come back. They got to get that guy who can cover the slot, whether it's a safety or a corner. Do you get that? Do you get them in the draft, or do you go after veterans and free agency because you're built to win right now? I would go more in, in free agency with that specific one. Uh, remember when they signed Rasheen Mathis back in the day from Jacksonville, a, a veteran corner who still had something left in the tank, but wasn't quite what he used to be. And who's on that list right now? They that's need out that. There. They need that guy. James Bradbury is a perfect fit for that, uh, and he's a guy who's looking to redeem himself after a, a down season. Uh, there, there's. Uh, there's a few guys actually uh, that they're going to shake loose. Uh, one of them it could be from the Rams, uh, and his name's escaping me. I'm looking at him. He's, there, there, there are some options there. Um, depending on what happens in Houston, there they have some veteran that probably won't be back around. Uh, there, there's going to be some options for that, so they have some potential to make some hay there. Uh, and, and and again, it's it's just a great draft. I don't. I don't think at six you're looking at a cornerback, but if like Devon Witherspoon or uh, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., um, Keely Ringo, who I'm not a big fan of, but I know has a lot of, of fans around, uh, the, the Cam Smith out of, of South Carolina, like all those guys are first round talents. You're going to get one of those guys at 18 if you want. They can come in. You know, you've got Okuda and Jacobs coming back. Let them battle for that other spot. Um, like pass rush, like, okay, you've got. Aiden Hutchinson, you got Josh Pascal, who played pretty darn well when he was healthy. You got James Houston coming in as more of a specialist. You do have Charles Harris and both Aquaras under contract for next year. I'm not sure that they're going to be looking at a pass rusher early. Maybe they go for another guy like Houston later, but I don't think that's a priority for them. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are like, oh, you got to go get um, Miles Murphy from from Clemson or, or uh, Will Anderson won't be there, but guys like that. I don't think they're looking there. I think they're looking more at like a playmaking corner, uh, maybe a playmaking safety if there is such a thing in this draft. And I kind of don't really see one. Uh, there, there's like the the guy Brandon Joseph who was at Northwestern transferred to to uh, Notre Dame last year. Phenomenal cover safety. I'm not sure that he could tackle me in the open field uh, or want to, for that matter. So there's there's some questions there. But I would love for them to go out and get their their Rasheen Mathis this year. A guy, a veteran corner. That's a very young room. I would love to see somebody of that caliber come in and take over, and not have to be the number one, but like be a guy who can just help and and be around. So you mentioned Bradbury with the Eagles. You got uh, Jamal Dean with the Bucks. He's Cam, a, Cam Sutton with the Steelers. We're talking about cornerbacks. Yeah, Peterson is up there in a. Yeah, he, he's up there. Um, Greedy Williams out of Cleveland is a guy that you should look at because I know the Rams from when I covered the Browns. I know the Rams loved him in the draft. 
Now, he's a guy who can't ever stay healthy, but uh, he's he fits that mold, too. Jamel Dean's interesting. That guy can fly. He's a, he, he was one of those guys that came out of Auburn as a better athlete than football player and has become a very good football player, and you get a chance to watch him this weekend with Tampa Bay. Uh, that's the type of guy that I would love to see them go get and target, and they have the budget to do that, uh, and it won't inhibit what they have to do with, with some of the rest of the roster. Uh, and again, like you're looking at... They have to get a right guard from somewhere. That's, I mean, Tommy Kramer will be back next year. He was going to be the, the starter after Vitae got hurt. They were going to keep Evan Brown as the, the backup center and, and sort of backup swing lineman. He got thrust into action. He has probably price-tagged his way out of Detroit. He's going to be a starting center somewhere in the NFL next year. Good for him. He's earned it. But they got to, they got to fill that hole. And uh, Tommy Kramer deserves to compete for it, but I'd like to see somebody higher-end compete with him on that. Uh, Lions money that they'll have for free agency. Can they be big spenders? Will they be big spenders? You know, we talk about needs, which, you know, cornerback, and we mentioned the edge rusher and, you know, running back. Do you re-sign Jamal Williams? Uh, with the players so. they're going to re-sign with the money they have. How many guys stay? How many guys go? But on the free agent market, big spenders or kind of middle of the pack? Guys? I think they're going to be middle of the pack. They're not going to be, they're not going to get into bidding wars for guys um, like Dayron Payne out of the, the defensive tackle from Washington would be phenomenal in the defense. He's going to get $20 million a year from somebody. Um, I, I would be shocked if Cleveland doesn't offer him that uh, guys like that, I think are going to be out of their price range, but that next tier um, which by the way is where, where they found DJ Chark. That's, that's sort of the, the, the range that he was in. Um, Halapulu Vadi Vaitai, when he came here before this current regime, that's the kind of player that you can expect them to get. And look, I know I know Big V took a lot of grief for his play at right tackle. He was an above average right guard and a very good fit culturally for the team. Uh, so uh, you know you give him a chance to come back from his back surgery, but you don't depend on that. So that um, quarterback is something that you have to look at. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on the veteran presence. I'm tired of paying for bad backups. I'm Chase Daniel, David Blau, Tim Boyle, Nate. Sutton. I don't I don't want to spend money on that. I so want, you grab a third rounder. You think yeah, as a quarterback? I, I, I even go early. Backup? I would go earlier than that. I don't I don't know if your your guys there at six. And this was so, so Brad, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud are there at six. Do you take one of them? Oh, I do absolutely. If you're the Lions, I would. I don't know if they would. Uh, but, so you know Houston is grabbing one. Yeah, Houston, if their regime plays out the way I think it is, you can you can put Bryce Young, you can tattoo that on the back of your neck uh, that Bryce Young is going to Houston. Uh, C.J. Stroud, we'll see. Uh, then you get to that next year, Will Levis. I, I'm i not a Quarterback fan. Quarterback out of Kentucky. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I know he has fans in the league. I don't know if the Lions are fans of him or not. Uh, and then you get to that next year where you got – Anthony Richardson out of Florida, who everybody seems to remember him at his absolute worst. I would strongly encourage people to watch a game after about mid-October. Their final four to six games, you'd be very hard-pressed to discern Anthony Richardson from a faster Jalen Hurts. That's that's exactly who he was down the stretch in college football. So you think they might look at Richardson like a Hertz? Absolutely. And grooming him, and right. then and then you run with Goff until until twenty twenty starts or he starts to slide, right? And, and Goff or Goff. Richardson or a quarterback comparable, yeah. would be ready. Yeah, and and there's there's other um I I'm going to see a bunch of them down at the Senior Bowl in a few weeks. Uh, uh, Jake Hayner from Fresno State, kind of a uh, if you like Gardner Minshew, you're going to like him. 
Uh, Tyson Badgett out of Shepard, the D2 school that, that, you know, made it to the semifinals. He's going to be down there. I can tell you the Lions have shown interest in him. I have no idea what, whether they like him or not, but they've certainly looked at him. Um, and even like, like a guy like, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Jaron Hall from BYU fits the profile of a guy who can sit for a year behind golf while golf is still riding the hot wave and, it's, you can get out of golf's contract after next year. They're, they're going to come to a pivot point there. There's a lot of talk about, you know, do you give Jared Goff extra money this year? I sure hope not. But you're you're looking next year. I mean, he's $30 million is a good wage for, for Jared Goff. For but what if he's Goff at. has a team at uh, 12 and 5 next year, winning the NFC oh, North, yeah. I think you re-up him for another oh, couple, three ab- Absolutely. And, and no question about that. And if, if they start next year, and if he finishes, if he starts next year the way he finished this year, you give him that money in September. Uh, but but I, th- I think they're going to wait on that just a little bit. But you've got to have a succession plan in there. Um, and uh, again, that, and this is something that we've talked about. And Chris and I yelled at each other for two hours last night on the Detroit Lions <laughs> podcast doing this. Uh, Which you can find at uh, YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions yes, podcast. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and we disagreed on it, by the way, too. Uh, he doesn't want a quarterback. I do. I'm, I don't want the veteran backup. I want a guy who... This team wants and wants to build and wants to groom and wants to grow, and he's cost controlled. You're not paying Chase Daniel six and a half million dollars to sit there and hold a clipboard. You're going to pay, let's say they take Jaron Hall in the third round, which is an eminently possible possibility. You're paying him one point two million over the first two years, like that's that's where you got to go with that. I'm looking at the CBSSports.com couple of mock drafts, and it's interesting. One of them by Chris Trapasso. Uh, Indy would trade up to get Bryce Young, trade with the that, Bears. That would not surprise me at all. And Chris Trapasso is a, a very and remember good friend the, of mine. And remember the Indy connections yeah. uh, with the Bears. So uh, Bryce Young would go one, Bears would trade down to four. This is a, a good uh, scenario for the Lions. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yep. So with the Indy trade up to one, the Bears drop to four and get additional compensation. Anderson then goes number two to Houston, or or they take... C.J. Stroud, yeah. right? I, I I have a really hard time seeing them not take a quarterback. So it's C.J. Yeah. Stroud yeah. or Anderson. Yeah. Then you got Jalen Carter. Uh, and then the Bears are probably taking somebody defense best available at possibly. Uh, they, they, could, they could go offensive line, but they like if you watch the Chicago over the end of the year, my God, they need everything except a quarterback. And they got Skaronsky from Northwestern on the O-line. Yep, and he's at, a good one. And taking he's a him real good one. At uh, four. Then uh, Brian, I think it's Breesy from Clemson, D-line, Seattle taking him at five, and they got the Lions taking Stroud at six. So wow, if, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to call Chris after I'm off the air. If he's here there, and, and now on the flip that, side, that would be fun. Ryan Wilson on the other mock draft at CBSSports.com, they have the Lions taking Tyree Wilson, uh, edge guy from Texas Tech at six. Does that I, seem high? That's that's higher than you're gonna see him in a lot of spots. It's not unrealistic though. If you look at him physically. Like he looks like a dark skinned JJ Watt. Um, he's got that that kind of big upper body, long arms, like strong man, big shoulder, big neck. Um, and he plays. I'm not going to say that he plays like JJ Watt because nobody does. That guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer, easy. But my he he's a power to speed rusher, and that's a good compliment to have on the up. You can rotate him and James Houston. You know, you, you get your, your power guy, and then you, you bring Houston in. You play them together you, with Hutch. You move them around. Um, then you're looking at, remember remember the Steelers when they had all those dudes? 
Well, you know, LeVon Kirkland and Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green, all in the same defense. James Harrison came in at the end of that. You can get all those guys from all those different angles. You're scaring the crap out of an offense. I like that idea. And an idea that you mentioned a week ago in the other CBSSports.com or mock draft, Christian Gonzalez uh, from Oregon, uh, who runs like a four two eight, and is yeah. the brother of David Blau's wife. That's right? correct. Yes. Yeah, um, so out of Oregon, she, she's a she's a sprinter for Colum- the Colombian national team. Uh, he can run too. Yeah. Yeah. At eighteen, <laughs> they have Christian Gonzalez, and then uh, the other uh, Trapasso has. Uh, Trenton Simpson, a linebacker. So it, it, you yeah, kind of get Clemson, that. He's a good off ball. We get these guys are talking about what we were just talking about. That it's the corner, the edge, the quarterback, and what do you do and yeah, where exactly? And it, that's going to be a pretty. I think you're going to see that play out. Like mock drafts at this time of year, we're all just and I, I'm doing one. Uh, I'll have one up at Lions Wire uh, Saturday morning uh, if I ever finish it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're, we are we're going through scenarios now and uh, like. When I do a mock draft, and I know Chris Trapasso well enough, I will speak for him here. He's doing them more as a thought exercise uh, and to see, like, just fitting pieces in with it. It's not just saying, oh, this is what they're going to do. It's it's the idea and and trying to find some basic scheme fit like it. Like, uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, Keely Ringo to the Lions at 18. I don't think he's a great fit for what they want to do at cornerback. He... Uh, he plays too much like Jeff Okuda. You already got Jeff Okuda. Uh, and Gonzalez with his speed would be great. Gonzalez, but you said you had questions about his tackle. He, he he is sometimes a very good tackler and sometimes not really trying. But the speed and the ability the, the, the to speed cover. and he's six foot three and he's two hundred and five pounds. And put him on Jefferson arms. twice yeah. a year, right? Yeah, but again, or chase down fields and space for the Bears. I'm just talking in college. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, or, or in division. Yeah, and you you can you can put him on Christian Watson and in Green Bay and and have some success there. Uh, I I love the idea of getting a high end corner. But yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of a lot of potential to do some fun things with this. Uh, and again, uh, you're going to see any number of different options. But uh, I think you're going to see it whittled down, where the first pick is either going to be Carter to the Bears that keep it right. Yeah, um, yeah. For for the Lions at six, if they stay there, you're going to be looking at the number two defensive lineman, which is Brian Breezy out of uh, Clemson. Tremendous athlete, former five star. I think he was the number one recruit in the country that year on some scouting services. He's had a weird career. He's he's been very effective when he's played, but he's he missed like four games for depression. Um, he had uh, a family incident that led into that. He's been hurt a couple of times. He had a knee surgery coming out of high school, which is why he didn't play right away. At, so there, there's some questions about him, but. Uh, He's certainly a very good football player. And then you're going to see cornerback or quarterback probably with that second pick. Uh, I know Anthony Richardson is going to be a very hot topic. And again, I would encourage fans, if you watched him in late September, keep in mind that was like his third, fourth, fifth college football start. And he's doing that right at the beginning of the SEC season. He got a lot better once he got some starts under him, is is he a, is he ready to play in twenty twenty three? Heck no, he's not. But that's why you take him if you're Detroit, because you don't need him to play next year. You got Jared Goff playing fantastic football right now. You've got Goff cost controlled pretty well for a top ten caliber quarterback. Uh, you're sitting Richardson for the same situation that that uh, uh, Kansas City did 
in getting Patrick Mahomes when they had Alex Smith. You're 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 doing what what they did. Uh, San Francisco does this all the time. Uh, and by the way, the, the the big argument is, oh, San Francisco did. They're wasting Trey Lance. They're the number two team in the NFC. They're playing pretty darn well right now. It's not really hurting them that much to have that. Like, yeah, it would have been great if they Brock had something. Brock Purdy's else. a new Jimmy G. Brock Brock Purdy is uh, something. He, he won the defensive offensive. I'm rookie telling of the you. Month. Uh, now Trey Lance. What are they going to do with him? Is he going to be a situational backup? He could be traded to Detroit. Who knows? Uh, that, be a backup. That, that's a cert- that's certainly a possibility. That and needs then Jimmy to get G stays more. on as a backup and an insurance in case you know Birdie exactly just uh, you know wakes up yeah. or hits the wall. Right. Yeah. Just remember, uh, back in that draft, if Trey Lance was still on the board. When the Lions got Panay Sewell, that would have been a difficult decision for them. And he would be a great situational quarterback for the team on on running, you know, the RPOs and that. So Jeff Risden, LionsWire.com in studio. You have a Lions question, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Our Bud Light Huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan President Santa Ono will get a deal done with Harbaugh or is he off to the NFL? That Twitter poll is up right now at Huge Show. It's our Bud Light huge question of the day. And Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you. 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, TV 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Fish on! The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through 15th. At the Suburban Collection Showplace with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle. Fishing boats and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the Fishing Boat Show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through the 15th. At the Suburban Collection Showplace. It's It's Christmas Christmas for fishermen. fishermen. 
Huge here with a reminder that I'll be live this Friday, 3 until 6, statewide, from the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi on the east side of the state. This is the biggest fishing show in America. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing trips, fishing boats, and also it features like Ultimate, a huge indoor lake, on-the-water seminars daily. Look for the Huge Show live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit this Friday, statewide, 3 until 6. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen anywhere in America on the iHeart app. Just search The Huge Show where you get mobile service, uh, podcasts, and also the Listen Live link. On the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show. And Superfly Hayes puts together our live stream weekdays 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. And the all-night, all-day replay. Every night, 6 p.m. until when the next show airs, all three hours repeat continuously at thehugeshow.net. That's the all-night, all-day replay, courtesy of Superfly Hayes. Jeff Risden, LionsWire.com columnist, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Their latest edition is up on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. Joining us uh, in studio. And Rizzy, you know, we were discussing money for free agents across the league yeah. in the previous segment. but you, And we touched on it briefly, uh, the Lions' 28 free agents, and we're looking at the chemistry and culture and their type of guy. And I'm going back and forth, and I was telling you, I'm kind of feeling the vibe that I don't go for high-priced veterans and bring them in. I may try and keep as much of this team together for like a two-year run, you got the two years left on golf, right? Right. A two-year run to see, can they go next level? And you mix in what should be one hell of a, a draft class, which would be the third in a row for Holmes. So t- Lions, 28 free agents, you know, led by really Jamal Williams. Uh, who do you keep? Uh, and who do you say, you know what, we just can't pay you right now? Yeah, and I, I think we talked about Evan Brown, the right guard, uh, being a guy who's probably priced his way out, uh, and, and good for him. Uh, he's, I think they will try to keep him, but I don't think they're going to win a bidding war on him or get into a bidding war for it. But Jamal, look, I know he's pretty much only good in short yardage and in the red zone, but he's so good there. And he's so good for the team, though. Yeah, and the the way that the the following that he got for whatever he said on the Sunday night intro, I'm still trying to decipher. It. I don't I don't I don't speak anime, uh, but uh, <laughs> those guys were having a field day. The Lions were with. Oh, I yeah. think they planned all that. They did. Like had a, a team meeting on what they're going to say on the Sunday T- night. Taylor Decker just going up and saying the uh, that was, oh, that and, was then, and then Hutchinson going the University yeah. of Michigan. Yeah, right? they probably did that back together. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah but uh, Williams, you know, the, again, when we look at a, not buying a team through free agency, but building a team through this culture, which we've seen, and especially in this last 10 games to close out 2022-2023 season, that I think Jamal Williams is important. You need a guy like that because Jared, Jared Goff is a good leader, but he's he's a different kind of leader. 
Jamal's the the firebrand guy, the guy who's going to get in a guy's He's face. He's the fire on the offense because you don't absolutely. hear a lot from Ragnar or Decker or that no. O line. Yeah. Sewell will speak a little bit. He has some leadership uh, developing with him. He does. Uh, and Decker Decker does a lot that we don't see. Um, we do see it at practice some, but. Again, it, when you've got a guy like as dynamic of a personality as Jamal that everybody respects and loves, it, it there's an intrinsic value to that that is goes above what he probably merits as a running back. You can find a guy who can run and do what he does as a running back pretty easily, probably for a little bit cheaper, but then you're sacrificing what he gives to that team. And the emotional spark, uh, I, it meant something to him to win in Green Bay where he used to play. And that absolutely was infectious upon his teammates, and it showed. And you get, you you have to put a price tag on it, but can you put a price tag on that? <laughs> now let's go back to what you said earlier about Anzalone. You think that you know yeah, that's still a coin flip, a question. You don't know if he'll be back, but we start looking at if something was this good together at eight and two, you don't move on guys unless there's somebody substantially better. Right. Then this player, either as a starter, role player, roster spot, depth. Uh, yeah. So Anzalone, I, I, again, that one and six start, I was writing off Anzalone. I'm right. He looks slow. He, should, but off, he was terrible. Then. You're, you're, you're writing <laughs> off Campbell. Oh, my God. These guys are, you know, 319 and one in their last, you know, 23 games. What's going on? The world's ending. They finish eight and two. So who are other free agents you think that may end up getting signed that, the rest of the league might say, why'd you do it? But the Lions know they have a team. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Bugs is a good example of that. A guy who wasn't playing well Pay early. Pay him. Yes, uh, he is your number three defensive tackle right now. He played very well, very well down the stretch. They don't beat Green Bay without him playing the way he did. And that's where I'm going of, off of what you said in our conversation in, in the last segment, Jeff, that I, I even though they have a ton of cap money, normally that would be go out and raid the free agent market with veterans, right? Right. right. And but if you invest your money into these guys who really helped you during this eight and two run, you know what you're going to get from them. You know what to expect. The team stays together, and you and you slide right in the 2023 season game yeah. one with guys who are feeling that eight and two. Finish. And again, they're so young; they're only going to get it, well. We say this. How old is Anceloni? He is 27. So he's still a so, couple years if he would take yeah. a, a short. He, and these he, guys he, would he take played sh- very well at the end of the season. But it would be, have to be short deals for these dudes. Oh, yeah. You, you one, one year, you're, you're signing Jamal for one year, three and a half million. You're signing Anceloni probably for the same deal. Um, he, now that, that seems like yeah, Anz- deals An- for me or steals. Anceloni is to the point in his career, he probably knows that this is his last chance to get paid. And I, I wouldn't fault him if... if if Houston offers him, you know, twenty million for three years, he's got to go. Like he, a good. You Would know, someone overpay God, for God Jamal because he just broke Barry's touchdown? Record, and that, that's right? going to be the interesting thing to see. And the way that Jamal acted after that game, the you would never know that he is a free agent. Like it, it sounds like he's a lion for life. So, who are your priorities to re-sign out of these twenty-eight Lions free agents? Yeah. Uh, uh, Deshaun Elliott needs to get mentioned in there too. I love when him. he did not play in Carolina, it showed. Yes, it showed. 
badly. Leadership on defense on the backside. Yeah, but he, he. By the way, he was the senior member in that group. Um, the only defensive back who's older than him was the rookie. So it's uh, Jace Lucas. It's it's Bugs that you believe where money will be invested. Yeah, and I, I don't think Bugs is going to cost a lot. I think he understands. Anzalone. Anzalone is a tough one. Uh, DJ Shark is a free agent. He's a tough one because at the end of the season when he was healthy, Goff got better, and that was not coincidental. Uh, the fact that he had an outside receiver that he could throw the ball up to when he needed to. Goff's not a guy who's going to do like Stafford or Mahomes or Josh Allen. He's got to have that trust in that guy. Otherwise, he's not throwing it. And you saw when and he, DJ's more a possession receiver than Williams is. Yes, he is. Williams is going to be your Williams, game breaker. Yeah, Williams guy. is your Big sizzle. play guy. That 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 touchdown that got called back. We oh, talked about it earlier. Yeah, but My then an God. easy out pass. He, he, that was, know, he got butterfingers on it. That, he's, got, he's got some work to do this offseason. That's off why season. DJ, I, I, I really like, as we're having this you know open conversation on air about uh, the Lions coming up in 2023, I really like investing and keeping a lot of these guys around for another year to see where you're at a year from now. Yeah. And see if they make the playoffs and what they do. Rizzy, we got to get to a timeout. We got a ton to talk about. You'll join us uh, coming up in the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, along with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. If you do have a Lions question, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight Huge Live on air. And remember, if you miss any interview, all our podcasts are free. And you can catch up and listen on your time. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. The best vacations are RV vacations. Let's go somewhere. The Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show at DeVos Place is back. It's the biggest RV show in the state with the best RV deals. See over 300 RVs, luxurious motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, and ultralights. RV accessories and services, hundreds of camping destinations, Alaska RV and seminars, and more. That's January 12th through 15, DeVos Place. Buy your tickets at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. Huge here reminding everybody across Michigan to check out the biggest RV show in the state this weekend. The Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show at DeVos Place. It runs Thursday through Sunday. Get your tickets now at GrandRapidsRVShow.com. You can check out over 300 RVs on site at DeVos Place this weekend, Thursday through Sunday. It's the Grand Rapids Camper Travel and RV Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Grand Rapids RV show.com.
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on this Thursday edition of The Huge Show, shout out to Tom Rosenbach and our friends at Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms. Also, they're putting up the $1,500 in cash you could win in the Beat Huge Pro football picks or to the playoff portion. If you haven't played, don't worry about it. You have until the game start on Saturday to enter at thehugeshow.net, and you can play weekly all the way through the big game in February. It's time to check in on what's on tap this weekend and throughout the day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at all brands locations. Join them for lunch tomorrow, happy hours, and more after work on Friday night. Also, you have the Wild Card Weekend NFL Playoff action on Saturday and Sunday. Five games on all the TVs at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard right off of 131 in downtown GR, and Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. And if you can't make it out to watch Wild Card Weekend or lunch on Friday or happy hour Friday night, you can order up all of your brand's favorites for pickup, or delivery. Just go to brands.com. You can order the pickup or delivery and also get the address to put in to your phone and watch Wildcard Weekend and all the games this weekend. And don't forget happy hours every day at all brands, steakhouse, and grills. But if you want to order up that pickup or delivery for game day, work day, or play day, just go to brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. 